Hey guys. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? Welcome back. We are Welcome back. We're recording this at um, a good old eleven thirty AM. <laughs> so we tried to record last night, but we got a little too uh, tired. Uh-huh. If that's what we wanna say. <laughs> Well, too tired. Taylor was still turned. I was just ready to go to sleep. I was up singing Mariah Carey Christmas songs, and Josh said, no, I have to go to bed. Yes, I was so tired, <laughs> you guys. But we have a story for you. We brought do. to you by Big Puss herself <laughs> and me, Joshua. <laughs> guys, I went to the... Okay, this is TMI, but I went to the a new gynecologist because my old one tried to bamboozle me out of $3,000. They did bamboozle you. Yeah, but I, I didn't pay, so shh, keep that on the DL. But this new gynecologist came in, and she was asking if... It, it had hurt when I got my IUD put in and I was like well they gave me like some stuff to you know dilate it so it didn't hurt and basically she was like well that's weird because normally people who haven't had kids yet it hurts really bad because their vaginas are so small and I was like are you telling me I have a yes. big fucking vagina? So big puss. That's that was strike number one and then strike number two they told me that she said Oh, well, if you want to have kids, and if you start thinking about having kids, you do have flat nipples, so it's going to be hard to To breastfeed. breastfeed. And I just... Excuse me, ma'am? Did I come here to get judged? (laughs) And the next doctor came in and was like, oh, you have really big boobs. So I just got... She got roasted. I did on three accounts. Yeah, so three, three in one day. Three strikes, you're out. No, I'm just kidding. They were really nice, but it just like cracked me up. Yeah. So this is brought to you today by Big Puss and Josh. Mm-hmm. And Big we have a vagina story. reporting for duty. <laughs> Today's story is about um at one point, and I would say maybe to most of us still the most hated woman in america absolutely this is the story about me (laughs) casey anthony not me not not taylor (laughs) so this the woman who i personally believe killed her daughter and covered it up with a slew of sexual abuse allegations i think everyone believes that she killed her daughter the fact she got away with it was a national tragedy and you know what she was she was the white person's OJ. I just thought yes. about this. Because it was so evident that OJ did it. Yeah. And he got away with it. And it's so evident that she did this. And she got away with it. I don't even know how she fucking got away with it. Especially with all the lies. He- I need to hear the story because... No, once you see the lies and everything pile on, you're like, this This was a slam dunk. Mm. Literally. Oh, I just want to interrupt real quick. We have someone bringing us pizza so if we get interrupted just mind your business because it's about pizza so it is important yeah it is very important if you hear the beeping in the background it's It's my new toaster oven that josh got me for christmas (laughs) (laughs) so don't worry about that but anyways she's the biggest waste of space and air on this planet in my eyes. Oh my god, stop talking about me. No, like that. I'm gonna rip Casey Anthony to shreds. I, I hope you do because I will help you because this bitch deserves it and she deserves to be in jail or in the motherfucking ground. Right, and especially with this new interview coming out. Uh, the Peacock, and, cancel Peacock. Yes, and it's called Listen to This. When I was researching this, I did look on Wikipedia 
For one, there's a ongoing discussion on Wikipedia to change it from the killing of Kaylee Anthony to the death of Kaylee Anthony. (gasps) Hold on. And then the Peacock special is called The Death of Kaylee Anthony. Oh, I thought it was something like The Truth or something. No, I, I saw The Death. So they're really relying heavily on this whole... You guys, you'll you'll figure it out. This was a homicide through and through. Obviously. Obviously it was a mm. fucking homicide. And regardless, they regardless that way. She should have been charged at least for child negligence, regardless of even if she killed her or not, because Okay, I'm sorry, I don't we'll, give shit away. We'll get into but, it. <laughs> so we'll we'll call it the story of Kaylee Anthony. Because her sweet rest daughter. her soul. Right. Rest her soul. And you know what? I hope she comes back as somebody who will fucking... They get reincarnated into, like, roaches or something. I don't think you'd come back as a person. Well, I hope she comes back <laughs> as a person that takes down this bitch because she needs it. Mm. Yeah. Kaylee Anthony was born on August 9th of 2005 in, you guessed it, Florida. <gasps> oh, no. <sighs> Sorry, Florida listeners. You guys kind of are the shithole of the nation. <laughs> I mean, you hear about crazy shit you think in Florida, but Oh, anyways. yeah. Florida man. Does Florida man eats face. Eats face. <laughs> eats face and shits on ground. Florida man tackles alligator. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so she was born to Casey Anthony. Um, we yep. have to make sure to name Casey's parents because they become a huge Ooh, part of the sure Um Casey's father's name is George and her mother's name is Cindy. Georgie. Georgie boy. So... So, according to Casey Anthony's father, George, Casey left the family's home on June 16th of 2008, taking her daughter Kaylee, who was almost three at the time with her, and did not return for 31 days. She was almost three? She's only, yeah, she's only three. Oh my, why did I think she was like a newborn? No, she was three, she... So she was a child, like, talking, yeah, walking yeah. child. Which makes it, I mean, it would have been horrible if it was, you know, even a one-year-old, but it kind of makes it even worse that this child had developed interests. And, like, she talk. knew what was probably happening whenever she was being killed. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. So Casey's mom, Cindy, asked repeatedly during these 31 days to see Kaylee. But but Casey claimed that she was too busy with a work assignment in Tampa, Florida. And at other times, she said Kaylee was with a nanny, who Casey identified by the name of Zaneda Fernandez-Gonzalez, or as they called, Zanny. Zanny. Right. Um, It was eventually determined that a woman named Zaneda Fernandez-Gonzalez did, in fact, exist, but... Unfortunately, because... She had never she met got, him. Yeah, exactly. She got the fucking shit end of the stick. Like, you pull me into the story, I don't even know who the fuck you are, and you tell people that I was your nanny of yeah. your missing well, child? Well, I mean, eventually she sues for oh, defamation. good. But... I hope she does. I mean, it comes full circle because the... So Casey's parents, they owned the car that Casey was driving at the time. And they got notification that Casey's car was in a tow yard. <laughs> um, so George went to recover it. Um, he, at the time, he and the yard attendant noted a strong smell coming from the trunk. Both later stated that they believe the odor <sighs> to be that of a decomposing body. I have heard a lot of stories where, like, 
people when they like smell that they you just know what it is even if you've never smelled it before it's mm-hmm. like just a smell that you just fucking know what it is that's what i heard and i also heard that like it's it's a smell of like it's the most rancid smell you But you've it's like seen. also kind of sweetish Ugh, yeah <laughs> just hearing you describe anyways ew Ugh, sorry but when the trunk was opened it contained only a bag of trash mm-hmm. um as one does Right, and so Cindy reported Kaylee missing that day um, to the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Um, You think Cindy's a good guy. mm, Wrong. (laughs) During the same telephone call, though, Casey confirmed to the 911 operator that Kaylee had been missing for 31 days. They noticed she sounded a distraught, and Cindy said, this is a quote, there is something wrong. I found my daughter's car today, and it smells like there's been a dead body in the damn car. Mm-hmm. This was on the same call where she's reporting her granddaughter missing. And just back up for one second. Like you just said, Casey literally said that she had been missing for 31 days before she even said anything to anyone. That right there should be a fucking enough. To get charged at least with child negligence and, like, something. Because you don't know where your child is for a whole month. Mm. And the, I'm telling you, when we get to the lies... <sighs> when I tell you that they're, the words being led on a wild goose chase should have been invented for this woman. They She wasted resources, time. She literally led these people around and around and around. So... <laughs> So uh, we get enters. Let's enter Detective Yuri Melich. I might be mispronouncing that. So I'm sorry. I love the name. Yeah, definitely, Mister Mrs. Melich. <laughs> but better than Buberski, <laughs> Bartlebush. <laughs> Anyways, of the Orange County Sheriff's Department, um, when he began investigating Kaylee's disappearance, he obviously you know took like signed statements from everybody, and Casey's you know was one of them. When questioned, like, about the discrepancies found in Casey's signed statement, Casey said Kaylee had been kidnapped by Zaneda, whom, you know, like I said, identified as Zanny the Nanny, mm. which you take a, take a step back because that is literally what people say for Xanax. It's the street name for Xanax. Yeah. And Zanny the Nanny... Some shithole parents, I'm sure, sedate their children. Drug their kids. Right. To go to sleep mm. so that they can go do whatever they want. Right. And, you know, although Casey had talked about her, Zanny had never been seen by any of the Anthonys or her friend or Casey's friends. And, in fact, wasn't even a nanny. Casey told police that she was working at Universal Studios. <laughs> this is one of her lies. <laughs> I love this one. Yeah. I don't love it because it's all of this whole thing is terrible, but this one cracks me the fuck up. It cracks me up because she did work there at one point, but she hadn't been working there for years. Oh, she did work there at some point? At some it was a very oh, short okay. stint. But so she to prove that she worked there. She went up to Universal Studios with police officers to show them her office and everything. She just walks up to the fucking employee entrance. The person there lets her through because this bitch is bold and confident. Also, she had, like, detectives with her, so that that probably plays. Yeah, I mean, that obviously probably... 
I think they said they walked around that building for an hour. Like an hour. Until Casey just turned around, you guys. No joke. I, I lied. I don't work here. My favorite part, I've heard from like other podcasts and stuff and stories that like she was just like waving at employees and employees were just like looking at her like, I don't fucking know who you right. are. Because you don't work here, bitch. She literally was waving to people. Literally, I have that like right here. <laughs> she was waving to people, smiling, and then she just stopped mid hallway, started smiling and jo- jokingly. As if this is something... Admitted that she had no office. And she had been fired just years prior. My thing is, how do you take anything that she says seriously after she so boldly... Like, literally said, oh, I'll show you my job. Brings you to where she states that she works. And then walks you around for an hour until she admits that she was lying. She is willing to go... The fucking distance to show you something that's not even true. And then when she starts saying all the bullshit in court and stuff and people just believe it. So, you guys, it was eight up. But after this and, I mean, the 31 days for me, because I didn't say this early, but during the 31 days, Casey had been pictured partying, living a lifestyle of somebody without a fucking child which to me is like crazy because her parents obviously loved kaylee yeah so they would have taken if it was to the point where you did not want your child why would you not just give her to your parents i don't know honestly and i mean after that stint in universal studios uh casey was first arrested at that point um it was on july 16th of 2008 and she was charged the following day with giving false statements to law enforcement child neglect yep and obstruction of a criminal investigation Yep. Um, the judge did deny bail at first, saying that Casey had shown woeful disregard for the welfare of her child, which... Uh-huh. I mean, fucking She obviously. did. <laughs> I mean... Ugh. Even if nothing else, even if she didn't kill her... Let's play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Even if she did not kill her, she, she was missing for a month and never told a single no, fucking soul. she lived it up. And told everyone that she was with the nanny. Got kidnapped by the nanny. That is what she told police officers. Got kidnapped by the nanny. But I'm just now telling you this. Well, I'm just now telling you this one. And during the 31 days that she supposedly kidnapped, she's partying. She's getting tattoos. She's drinking with friends. It was nuts. But, so, with the woeful disregard, but on July 22nd, after a bond hearing, she did get a bail set. It was set at $500,000. Did mommy and daddy pay for it? Not mommy and daddy. Her boyfriend? No. (gasps) On August 21st, 2008, after one month of being in jail, she was released from the Orange County Jail after her $500,000 bond was posted by the nephew of California bail bondsman Leonard Padilla (gasps) in hopes that she would cooperate and Kaylee would be found. So it came... I thought in hopes that she would sleep with him or something. No. (laughs) I mean, it came from a good place, but I I, I really feel like if... I don't know. That is touchy for me. Like, because she got her freedom, sadly. Sadly. But then also, 
he only posted it because he wanted this little girl to be found. Mm-hmm. Because there was still hope at this point that she wasn't dead. That she dead. was alive, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. The dead body smell in the car, that's enough for me. I would just assume. Well, here we go. Because on August 11th, 12th, and the 13th of 2008, meter reader Roy Cronk pulled the lever. Pull the lever, Cronk! <laughs> Roll he called the lever! <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Lever, that's a dead body. <laughs> pretty, pretty much as long <laughs> as that sounds. Yes, Roy called police about a suspicious object found in a forested area. Wait, near- he called three days in a row. Yes, and nothing was happening. But he was a meter reader, so he was there every every day, day and, and was like, "Y'all still it. haven't come fucking seen this, right?" And it was near the Anthony residence. Um. And the first time he called, he was directed by the sheriff's office to call the tip line, um, which he did, receiving no return call. What the fuck? On the second day that he called, he again called the sheriff's office and eventually was met by two officers. He reported to them that he had seen what appeared to be a skull near a gray bag. On that occasion, the officer conducted a short search and stated he didn't see anything. <laughs> what? Right. What? Do- okay. Hold on. Hold on. It didn't... They weren't found out because, you know what? On December 11th, 2008, months later, Kronk again called the police. They searched and found the remains of a child in a trash bag. Months after his three initial calls. Why do we have police? What do they do? (sighs) They waste our money. And usually, like... I feel like detectives, like, actually typically do their job, but, like, what the fuck? I want... You investigated this and did not find the body. He called three times and then called again months later, and they found child remains. And that's just shoddy police work. This is such a common theme in all of these fucking stories. What What do we pay them for? What do they do? We pay them to... Um, act really based off of emotion and high stress situations and typically kill everybody in the setting mm-hmm. and just like do shoddy police work. And like wait this. four months to find a body that has been uh, literally called in four times. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets really sad because investigative teams recovered duct tape, which was hanging from hair attached to the skull and some tissue left on the skull. Because it had been... It had decomposed. It's Florida. It's hot. Uh, yeah. So even in December, it's not cold. Okay. Back to the fucking police not finding the body. How did you not? How did it not fucking smell? Exactly. How would you not have just smelled that and been like, oh my god, There's maybe that's a fucking here. dead body. Right. Ugh. I don't... Mm. Even in December, it's fucking hot. Well, even... The thing is, is like, even after they found that sad the skull and you know the duct tape it took them four more days to find more bones in that area where the remains were initially discovered and on december 19th medical examiner jan garavaglia jan broberg (laughs) (laughs) confirmed that the remains found were those of kaylee um, the death at the time was ruled a homicide, and the cause of death listed as undetermined. 
obviously was a homicide. She had fucking duct tape. Mm-hmm. And was her body was in a trash bag. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Obviously, it was a fucking homicide. Yeah, no, for sure. And I could it was that. It was bad. <laughs> um, so, Casey Anthony was... Um, bitch. Indicted was by... Was a bitch. Yeah, was a bitch. Also indicted by a grand jury on charges of first-degree murder, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter of a child, mm-hmm. and four counts of providing false information to police, which, I mean... Obviously, she's a fucking liar. Yeah. So, once she was arrested this time, um, Judge John... She's a liar and a scoundrel. She's a scoundrel. (laughs) Ordered that she be held without bond. Um, But on... In October, um, the charges of child neglect were dropped against Casey. How? By whom? Because they need to be fired. Well, it was because the state attorney's office... Keep in mind, this is Florida... This is what they said. As the evidence proved that the child was deceased, the state sought an indictment on the legally appropriate charges. So since, hold on, since Kaylee had been dead the whole time. She couldn't have been neglected. uh, She couldn't have been neglected. Thank you, state of Florida. But she died. Mm, Yeah. 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 Well, here's, here's the great part. I mean, we all know how it ended, you guys. But on April 13th of 2009, so we're, like, just so you guys know, we're a year, you know, we'll fast forward. Hmm. Prosecutors announced that they plan to seek the death penalty in the case. As she should have gotten. State versus Casey Anthony, baby. That is what happened. So, there were 400 pieces of evidence that were presented to, apparently, what, there's 12 jurors, right? I think so. Yeah, in every case, to apparently 12 complete fucking idiots. Idiots, literally. Yeah. A strand of hair was recovered from the trunk of Casey's car, which was microscopically similar to the hair taken from Kaylee's hairbrush. Huh. Um, One might say it was Kaylee's hair. (laughs) One might say it's a match. (laughs) The strand showed something called root banding. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. It's where, like, hair roots form a dark band after death, which was consistent with hair from the dead body. Oh. And this was the hair that was found in her car. So that proves the dead body was in the car. Right. Right. So, basically, during the trial, Kronk pulled the lever. Kronk! Who discovered the remains. He, He basically, you know, told a story. It matched up to what he had said. Um... So, he he told it, like, flat out, but on a, on a forensic report, basically, by, oh gosh, why are all these words so weird, Florida? <laughs> it, it's, it was a report made by Arpad Voss of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Huh. Um, he, he was the one that judged the results from something called an air sampling procedure where they sample the air inside of like an area like a car oh okay yeah that's interesting yeah it was it's called libs they performed in the trunk (laughs) (laughs) um they performed in the trunk of casey's car that was found in the tow yard Mm -hmm. um it showed chemical compounds consistent with a decompositional event 
Okay, so two strikes on a dead fucking body in the trunk. And keep in mind, yeah, these are all things being presented to H 12 idiots. The jury that... Okay, they just obviously... Yeah, they were, it was based on the presence of five key chemical compounds out of over 400 possible chemical compounds that that group considers, you know, typical with decomposition. Okay. You know, I, I don't want to get too, too in-depth. Yeah, too because even I'm like science for dummies over here. Um, <laughs> but investigators stated, they did, that the trunk smelled so strongly of human decomposition but in that in that report, human decomposition was not specified on a laboratory scale. Um, so mm, here's my key part. That laboratory, one of the key compounds that they found was chloroform in the <gasps> trunk. Yeah, that was one of chloroform was one of the key compounds that they relied heavily on in this trial. So... Because how do you knock out a child? Or anybody? Chloroform. And then you could just... I mean, you could... uh, They never found out how she died, right? Because she was so decomposed. Right. We get stories. But she had duct tape on her mouth. She had duct tape over her mouth and hair. Like around her scalp? Yeah. It was wrapped. So, yeah, it, so, basically, so, officials ended up releasing 700 pages of documents related to the Anthony investigation. Jesus. Um, from the family, good, the good old family computer, which, oh, <laughs> I remember this shit. Let oh, me tell you something. God. This is where Cindy is a villain. Cindy, there's protected. Cindy, if you if you ever, by the grace of, I hope by the grace of God, you fucking hear this. Because you're a fucking you're a stupid cunt. ass bitch. Yeah, because there's defending your child, but then there's also right and wrong. Obstructing justice. Obstruction of fucking justice. And you know your daughter killed her Well, not daughter. only, listen to these Google searches. Neck breaking how to make chloroform those two were present and they were presented once again to the 12 idiots but Cindy testified under oath that she she was looking up how I forget what she said chlorophyll yeah chlorophyll she was like how to make chlorophyll or something <laughs> which like what you can't she's like oh that was me oh and i i just she she was like i got sucked down a rabbit hole and wanted to learn how to break a neck like okay mama like you the uh no okay. absolutely not i can't handle it and the fact that you're gonna cover up for your daughter who you guys all fucking know like even the dad while knows the dad he he redeems himself. The dad gets a redemption arc. Yes. Um, and it's it's of Casey's doing that his redemption arc becomes something. So, so according to detectives at like the crime scene, it included residue of a heart shaped sticker found on duct tape over the mouth of Kaylee's skull. So, like you said, it was on her mouth. Ugh. Um. Oh God, this is sad. 
a blanket found with the body matched Kaylee's bedding at, um, you know, their grandparent at the grandparents' homes with Cindy and George. Um, among photos entered into evidence was one from the computer of Ricardo Morales, an ex-boyfriend of Casey's. Oh, Ricardo. Right. Depicting a man leaning over a woman with a rag. Caption, win her over with chloroform. What? So, Ricardo knew how to make chloroform. Huh. Win her over. So. So she didn't even need to Google how to make chloroform. It was searched for... So, oh, there was a witness that, you know, the prosecutors called. Uh-huh. His name was John Dennis Brett. Well, it was his Johnny software. Bell. It was his software developed for computer investigations. It was used in this... By the investigation team... Uh-huh. That Casey had conducted extensive computer searches on the word chloroform 84 times. And that was used to kind of show premeditation. Um, I'm sorry. I think it was just Cindy accidentally typing chloroform 87 times instead of chlorophyll. So. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> well. I'm kidding. No, I, I'm just so Cindy's mad. a fucking bitch. Cindy's a fucking bitch. Well, you and know. And an accomplice, in my opinion. Well, then they start talking about why, you know, they get into the lies of the whole case. You know, the 31 days and everything and. The fucking millions of lies that yeah, I'm told. Yeah, here's here is a legit quote from it. Casey had to learn to lie and you guys trigger warning you know sexual assault Mm -hmm. Casey had to learn to lie at a young age because she had to go from having her father's dick in her mouth to school the same day Hmm. and pretend like nothing was happening uh huh so that's why you lie about where you work right and not to mention there was literally I mean obviously again like Josh said trigger warnings sexual assault and like obviously not victim blaming but like no proof that that ever happened and there was no proof and never been talked of it was her defense team's golden ticket made it the fuck up well a lot of people see that as the turning point of this case and it's so gross because it's like for people who actually have to suffer through that and she's just making a fucking joke out of it by Lying about her murdering her child by throwing her dad under the bus. Like, for people who actually go through that, that is so disrespectful. It is so disrespectful. And her dad actually took the stand. He was questioned extensively where he actually admitted that he literally, under oath, admitted he tried to commit suicide so he could be with Kaylee because the story that they told was basically Kaylee had drowned in the family pool and the dad had covered it up and buried her in the woods which they as you guys know the body was too deep she wasn't fucking buried in the woods either she wasn't no, she, she was, was in a damn trash bag right like a Walmart bag it was <laughs> I mean imagine a fucking child you could just you have to tire up. Yeah, tire up. Bye. Costco or Walmart. Bye. God damn. Okay, yeah. can we also just talk about how badly she disposed of the fucking body? Like what? Well, it's because she she had been known to be a party girl. She never wanted to be a mom. She like all of that evidence. 
Okay, again, I will say, I feel like I've said this in another episode. I feel like circumstantial evidence is sometimes enough fucking evidence. Because, no, there's not always going to be physical evidence. Which, here, there even was physical evidence and circumstantial evidence. And still nothing. I hate the part where we have to find them guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Because... When her attorneys started throwing out the sexual abuse allegations, um, her drowning in the pool and her dad helping her get rid of it, mm-hmm. like the sexual assault plus her dad helping her get rid of it kind of shows that, oh my gosh, this man that was raping her, you know, didn't want allegedly. that to get out. Allegedly. Yeah, no. I Even though he wasn't. I don't think he did. Like, let her, like, didn't want that to get out. So he hid, you know, their mistake. Well. That's what people cite as being the, the reasonable point. doubt. Yeah. And the thing is, like, okay, I, so our next episode, we have a special guest who was on a jury and I have been on a jury just not for like something as crazy as this like a murder but like I've been on a jury and it's just like it's boring it's so (laughs) dumb the fact that we just let regular old people because you fucking know how crazy some of these motherfuckers are nowadays Mm -hmm. like you know how people are just they don't understand anything right. at all. Literally nothing. People are so fucking dumb. And you're letting these people on a jury to, like, you know, convict people. And then even, like, lawyers and stuff, like, it's a fucking show. Like, they it's, literally get up and, like, put on a show. Well, it is also their job. Even lawyers, if hired, they... Even if they know you fucking did it. Their job is to defend you and exactly. get you off the hook. And so in this case, they just made up the craziest fucking story they could to put a seed of doubt into people's minds. Even though all of this evidence stacks up against her of like, obviously she fucking did it. She never wanted to be a mom. She never wanted to be a mom. She didn't care that her daughter was quote unquote missing for 30 days. Like... She just never wanted to be a mom, and she didn't care how she fucking got rid of her. Right. And when she was caught, she did what she does best. Lie. And she lied, (laughs) and she built lies to destroy the only two people, literally, her mom and dad, were the only two people on her side. And she she destroyed the one person. But her mom... And, like, the whole thing about her mom, like, calling the fucking police and was like, oh, it smells like there's a dead body in here. Like... And then she, like, recants that story. She does recant story. it, yeah. She said, oh, I misspoke. I was just, you know. Yeah. And she's she was a nurse. She, she, so she knows. She knows this shit. Ugh, this whole story <sighs> just pisses me off so much because it's like, you could literally go and make up any story to put, like, a tiny bit of doubt in somebody's mind and then they're not going to get convicted even though they obviously committed a fucking murder. Right. Well, I mean, now here we are at closing arguments. Um, so for the prosecution, <clears throat> their closing arguments, basically, this is what they said. When you have a child, that child becomes your life. This case is about the clash between that responsibility and the expectations that go with it and the life that Casey Anthony wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Um, in it, he kind of <laughs> outlined the state's case against 
I mean, obviously Casey. Touching on her many lies to her parents, her others, you know, the smell of the car, the smell in her car's trunk. Um, identified by numerous witnesses, yeah. including her own dad as the odor from human decomposition. And her mom. Yeah. And then what? Her mom says, oh, it actually, well, they couldn't I thought use it was it. a pizza. They couldn't use it anymore. Yeah. She's like, oh, well, I guess it could have been trash. It was an old pizza or right. something. But we couldn't, they couldn't use that anymore because she had taken the stand. Mm-hmm. She was questioned and under oath, she said that she recants it. So, but her dad on the stand did say he stuck to his guns because he was an ex-police officer. And, and you fucking just know. Like, I feel like sometimes you can just... You just know. Mm-hmm. And he outlined... This is the thing. The items found with Kaylee's remains, you know, he, emph- he emphasized how Casey maintains her lies until they absolutely cannot be maintained anymore and then replaces them with another lie using Zanny the nanny. Yes. And then the fucking thing with her job. Literally taking the detectives to her old job that she hadn't worked for in years saying, "This is my job. Haha, ha, let me show you my office." Ha, <sighs> just kidding. <laughs> Love you too. No, I don't. Ha. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I hate you. Then we're not we can't talk about that on here because <laughs> People listen to this that know about that stuff. Not time here, but but anyways. So he, you know, brought up the, this is sad because I hate specifics with stuff like this. The Winnie the Pooh blanket that matched the bedding. Um, Wait, they should have done like a, do you watch Forensic Files? I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. No, I've never... Forensic Files? I think, like, older episodes. Oh, my God. There's only older episodes. They don't make it anymore. But um, there's, like, episodes where they will, like, they find remains in a trash bag. And then they, like, line it up with the trash bags in the suspect's yeah. house. And they're like, you fucking did it. They should have done that bullshit. Well, here, that that's what... Okay, listen to this. Because <gasps> it kind of... No, listen. So... During his closing arguments, he he further criticized because he criticized the the defense's theory that Kaylee drowned in the Anthony pool. Hold on. And that Casey and George panicked upon finding the child's body and covered up her death. He advised jurors to use their common sense because no one. They clearly had none. No one makes an accident look like a murder, he said. Exactly. If she drowned, call the fucking police. Get her out. And she would have. Okay, she would have, like, broken ribs or something from chest compressions because you obviously would not just let your child lay dead in a pool of water. You would, A, immediately call 911, B, immediately get her out of the water, Mm -hmm. C, immediately try to fucking save her life by doing chest compressions, something. Like, what? These fucking jurors clearly had no common sense. They're from at Florida. All. <clears throat> anyway, sorry, Florida. I'm really tearing into you guys too. But <sighs> twelve of your kin. kin I folk. mean, yeah, I like Florida, but like, come on, guys, what the fuck? You guys let her get away with this? I can't believe it. Well, so defense attorneys' closing arguments, and you guys are gonna, you guys will hear this a lot. They relied heavily. Here's what they he said. They rely heavily on 
the beyond a reasonable doubt. Exactly. He said, the burden rests on the shoulders of my colleagues at the state attorney's office. Referring to proving that Casey No committed the crime. Mason said, which was her defense attorney, that the jurors are required, whether they like it or not, to find the defendant not guilty if the state did not adequately prove its case against Casey. How did they not adequately prove it? I can tell you from the three pieces you know of why evidence. They didn't. It's because, and like all the jurors said, once they there there was no way to prove the sexual assault. There was no way to prove that she drowned. There were no remains between besides skeletal remains. But the fact that she did not. I mean, again, circumstantial evidence, but the fact that she did not report her daughter missing for 31 days and the whole time she was out partying just shows that she fucking knew where her daughter was well, and she fucking knew she was dead. Right. But so the, you get a rebuttal. Even after closing arguments, you can rebuttal. And the lead prosecutor, Linda, did. She said that her and her colleagues backed up every claim they made and even in their opening statement six weeks ago and she implied that the defense never directly backed up their own opening statement claims like she said my biggest fear is that common sense will be lost in all the rhetoric of the case she said insisting that she Mm -hmm. would never ask the jury to make their decision based on emotion but rather the evidence Mm -hmm. responses to guilt are oh so predictable what do guilty people do They lie, they avoid, they run, they mislead, and they divert attention away from themselves, and they act like nothing is wrong. And those jurors still fucking fell for it. Right. And here's the thing. She closed with, which was, in my eyes, a super badass way. She said, whose life... It's sad, but badass. She said, whose life was better without Kaylee? You know? She stressed how George and Cindy Anthony were, like, wondering where their daughter and granddaughter were. Uh-huh. At the same... At the same time, Casey was out partying at her boyfriend's apartment while Kaylee's body was decomposing in the woods. That's the only... She said that's the only <clears throat> question you need to answer in considering why Kaylee Marie Anthony was left on the side of the road dead. Mm-hmm. Boom. And then, after that, she showed the jury a split screen... With a photo of Casey partying at a nightclub on one side. And a she got a Bella Vita tattoo, which means beautiful life, <laughs> while her daughter was dead on the side of the road, that she got weeks after Kaylee died. So, the jury began deliberations on, on America's birthday, <sighs> July 4th. Um, and they fucking did not deliberate enough because they fucked up. No, and they you know what? fucked. It took one day. Up. This was a highly publicized case. It took one fucking day. It should have taken twenty minutes to say, "Yeah, she's fucking guilty." What are you fucking talking about? Wait, my my apologies. It took years. <laughs> I what? It took it took a year because she was sentenced on July fifth of two thousand eleven. So it took one year. Not for the full verdict, but sentencing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. usually takes a while after yeah. they deliberate. So these were what they said. The jury found Casey not guilty of counts one through three regarding first degree murder, aggravated manslaughter of a child, and aggravated child abuse. Oh, my God. While finding her guilty on counts four through seven for providing false information to law enforcement. Uh, okay. And so she was sentenced. <sighs> Mm, 
to nothing. (laughs) She got off scot-free for time served. She got a credit for time served because lying to to a, a law enforcement officer... It's not a heavy... I mean, it's 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 a sentence, but it's not heavy. So she was actually credited 1,043 days, plus an additional credit for good behavior. So I believe... Let me see. She got one year in county jail and $1,000 in fines for everything. What? Yeah. So she got oh, sentenced to one year oh for God. lying to a police officer. And a $1,000 fine. To me, I'm like, if you know that this bitch lied to a police officer, literally, not even just lying to a police officer, because, okay, let's be real, I'd probably do that. Obviously not if I killed someone, but, like, she lied to a police officer and took them to her job that she didn't have to try to lure them into her lie until she realized I'm not going to win this I have to tell them the truth and that's the exact same shit she did with everything else in the case except she got away with it because people didn't question her they didn't no and it all to me goes back to the same reason why they dropped the child neglect charges I it was because the child was dead I'm surprised they didn't fucking drop the fucking lying to police officer charges because she turned around, smiled, and said, ha, huh, Jay. Right. Like, yeah, I lied to you for a couple hours, huh? Like, what? And since she got a credit, because remember, one year is 365 fucking yeah. days. So she got a credit for over a thousand days. She served zero jail time. And zero. now she's living her fucking life and she's trying to make all these fucking documentaries, making money, putting a name out there for herself. And you know what? I'm sure it has to do with the fact that she is a conventionally attractive young white woman. It, no, you know what it had. Listen, so this is the part I was super excited to talk about. The lo- she had a great lawyer. No, and <laughs> he was known. But how did Casey afford this lawyer? Because mommy didn't pay for it. Nobody did. You know what they said? Afterwards, it came out because they were seen kissing. Casey and her lawyer that she was paying for his services and sex. Via sex. Allegedly. Allegedly. No. I think that's proven that it, she I was mean, sleeping with him. They said that it didn't happen until after the trial. Uh-huh. Right. But he was one of the lawyers to have. Like, he was known to be a great lawyer. Because he's good at creating a reasonable doubt because you can literally say the most outlandish thing and then you're like, well, you can't prove that didn't happen. He wasn't So that gives me some doubt. Right. He was not afraid to go that extra mile. And when you get a shit person like Casey Anthony, what saved her, I thoroughly believe, is the fact that they they lied and said that she was molested her whole life by her father. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, and then it comes out that basically she was fucking her lawyer to pay for his services. Like, this woman would go through nothing. I mean, go through everything to live a life without a child. That's what it seems like. She didn't care. And she fucking got off scot-free and got to live the exact life that she wanted after murdering her fucking child. The sick thing is, is she opened her own, like, private detective firm in Florida. (laughs) People, apparently, you know, I love this part. 
apparently it got so bad people tried to like fight her so she has she has on record because there was an interview with her that I watched saying that she now has to carry a gun everywhere she goes because people will try and like kill her we can only hope I wish somebody would not okay I can't say that on camera cut not on camera but (laughs) on video recording Um, I believe she thoroughly deserves the same death she put her daughter through she obviously killed her daughter because you know what's crazy did they ever try investigating afterwards what happened to Kaylee no because you can't it was bones it was bones you can't do an autopsy on a set of fucking bones but that's why I'm saying it's like they fucking knew that it was her. Mm-hmm. They knew it. She knew it. Everybody knew it. But the fact that she did not get convicted, they just dropped all believed- fucking investigation because they knew it was her. It is believed that by how decomposed her body was, that she died on day one of the 31 days of disappearance. Yeah. And <laughs> I would fucking bet she did. Right. And just... Which means her mom fucking knew that she was gone and she didn't say anything until people in her life started questioning her. Yeah. Because she didn't give a shit about her kid. And to... Sorry. uh, No. To say that she was with the nanny. She was with the nanny. She was with the nanny. The nanny kidnapped her. Blah, blah, blah. She never had a fucking nanny to begin with. So you already know that she was fucking dead. She got... Casey Anthony got hit with a lawsuit from the Seneda woman. Good. As she should have. For defamation. Yes. She should have. I just... I hate that Peacock is giving this woman a voice. I hate that they're wording the title as if we all don't... Because... I'm gonna look up what it's called. Hold on. Look up what it's called, but... Keep talking. But let me say, OJ, we all knew he did it. He got off scot-free. Where was his multiple... His, his his interviews on, you know, the killing of his wife or whatever, you know? Why are we giving this woman an ounce, an ounce of publicity? You know she's getting paid for it. It's called, the one on Peacock that literally just came out is called Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. Ugh. Where the Truth Lies. And you... They're, they're, that can be taken several different right. ways. This better. I refuse to watch it. I refuse to give her any airtime on my television. I don't know if she gets paid per the view or what the fuck. I'm not going to watch it. But. It's so fucked up. My only hope for it is that they grill her. I have seen so many people like on Twitter and stuff like that where they'll like. Like, Peacock has posted like posts about this story and people are commenting and saying I'm fucking deleting my account i'm getting rid of my account i will never watch anything on your platform again because the fact that you're giving this woman this fucking child killer a platform no i'm done i'm not watching any of your shit i actually canceled my peacock and i fucking if i had peacock to begin with i fucking i had it for the office but i will just i'll I'll go to my local disc replay and buy the box i'll get yeah exactly i'll get the fucking dvds no but the craziest thing about all this too to me is like florida i mean it's a republican state right um yeah but they're heavy on the death penalty but you just think about all the people there that are so like oh pro-life blah blah blah. you can't abort your child but you can fucking murder your child and not get convicted but we're looking at it from a 
2022-2023 point of view. Yeah. Because, remember, this took place between 2008 and 2011. I know. But it's still going on? Like, she just fucking got a documentary? Yeah, but the one place that I've heard you don't want to get convicted or pursued with the death penalty is Florida because they're so heavy on it. This is now the... But she got away with it, which blows my mind. But remember, I was telling you about Nicholas Cruz recently. Uh How he shot up that school Uh and they gave him life in prison instead of the death penalty. Mm -hmm. Well, and that... Florida, you're losing your edge, but you're keeping your crazy people. Well, (laughs) that's honestly probably why they... See, and... As much as I joke about, like, yeah, she deserves the death penalty, like, personally, I don't really believe in the death penalty, and the fact of the matter is, is that she probably would have been convicted if it wasn't for that she was up for death penalty, Mm -hmm. because the problem is they probably had enough reasonable doubt to be like, okay, I don't want to put this lady to death, because there's a slight... Pot, no, the judge the sentences. Ju- oh, they do? The, the, all that happens is the jury decides if they are guilty or not guilty. The judge decides the sentencing. I thought that the jury could, Mm-mm. like, give a suggestion of what the sentencing could be. No, that's because, not... Because, like, the Alex Jones defamation case, the jury, like, like said that he was guilty and then... that. The amount he should have to pay the victims of the family that he offended was like fifty three million dollars. Oh. Well, but like, there was amounts of cap. money might be different. Okay, but that like makes sense. for actual sentencing, it's up to. From my understanding, it's up to the judge, and then it's up to like the lawyers to say we are requesting that okay. she be put on that makes sense. death yeah. row because of this crime. So. Honestly, if she was not up for the death penalty, she probably would have been found guilty because they would have been like, okay, well, she's not getting killed. Right. For the- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that was Taylor's dog. <laughs> He's sleeping under the table. He's like, I'm sick of you guys talking about this shit. Um, yeah, she probably would have been. So she probably would if she was not up for the death penalty, which is... Let's just pray. One of the millions of reasons why I feel like we should get rid of the death penalty. I don't know. I believe... I'm a strong supporter of it. I believe that there are certain people on this earth that that should not be here due to the crimes that they commit. Does she probably deserve it? Yes. Probably 100%. But I am going to assume that a big problem with her case is that there was enough reasonable doubt that they said, I don't want her to die over this. And if we convict her, she's probably going to be put on death row. If she had just been up for life in prison, it probably would have been different. And they would have been like, okay, she's still going to live. I bet if they wouldn't, if her attorneys would not have played a rape card. That too. That they would not have cared. No, exactly. No, they probably wouldn't have because they would have had no reasonable fucking doubt. But now the fact that it's up for death. They shouldn't have pursued it. They should have pursued life in prison. Exactly. And that is a huge problem, I think, with the death penalty in general, regardless of if it's inhumane, whatever. The problem is if then someone doesn't have enough enough evidence to where it's almost like the person is just saying, yeah, I fucking did it. Then at that point, you're you're potentially sentencing an innocent person to death. Well, see, even Nicholas Cruz, 
So, like, with the Nicholas Cruz thing, like I just told you about, um, he admitted full guilt, and they had him up for the death penalty. But I don't know why he got life in prison, like I said. So, it's just Florida's been going soft for a while. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, though, like... You guys, let us know what you think about this case. You know, like I said, we link our Google form in every episode. Yes, queen. Um, we are tipsy, so once again, sorry if this was all over the place. <laughs> um, we are the tipsy taste, so. Right. So, know. like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this was a wild ride. It was a wild ride from start to finish, but we'll see you guys next week. And this is the end of our season one. Yep. Season two is going to start mm-hmm. off with a bang. Like we said, we have a guest on there who was actually part of a murder trial. Mm-hmm. And um, so we are not like skipping any time or anything between the first few seasons. So it'll still be out like next Monday, but it'll technically be the start of our season two. So, right. And Merry Christmas because this is the episode that comes out before Christmas. Right. I think. Yes. If not, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye.